Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. Great to have you with us on this chilly Monday morning. At least in Texas, it's chilly. Like 36 degrees. I know in some parts of the country, that probably seems balmy. Uh, But uh, great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, So it turns out Keith Malinak is uh doesn't have COVID-19 but he does have the flu. So the flu is still a thing, I guess and and he has it. He somehow wandered into it. Nobody else has it this year uh, except Keith. So pretty typical. And then uh Jeffy has some sort of issue as well. He's uh in the hospital this morning. Uh he was having a hard time breathing and so he thought it might be COVID. But it turned out not to be COVID. It was excess water around his heart and lungs, I think. Says he's fine. He's okay. But uh, we should, maybe we could say some prayers for both of them and uh, and pray for their speedy recovery. 888 uh, Let me tell you really quick about uh, Patriot Mobile. Because it is the season for giving, and Patriot Mobile <coughs> is giving back with a brand new Christmas promotion just for you. Until the 19th. It's 14th now. Uh, get a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close to you. That's two phones absolutely free. Or bring your own phone and get a free month of service. With Patriot Mobile, you get the same nationwide coverage because everybody uses the same towers. We all know that by now. Plus, Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. Patriot Mobile, it's America's only cons- con- uh, Christian conservative wireless provider. They take a portion of your bill and help supply Bibles for kids. It's really easy to switch, too. They know you don't want to have to go through a bunch of hassle. You know, even if even if it's aligning with your values, they're still trying to take all the hassle out of it. So just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So go check it out today. Same service, a lower price, and they celebrate Christmas, too. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT or 972-PATRIOT. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be praised for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. So, as I mentioned, it is the 14th of December. So, uh, what does that mean? As we've been saying all along, that means that uh, the electors make their picks today, choose the uh, place their votes. The election... Uh, pretty much cer- certified in most states. However, the president is still is still not giving up on this. Uh, he was at the Army-Navy game on Saturday, and Brian Kilmeade from Fox News caught up with him, and uh, they, they stood 
somewhere in one of the portals and just had a quick interview, President and uh, Brian Kilmeade. Today, uh, the we found out late last night that uh, the Supreme Court would not hear the Texas case. It did not have standing, according to them. I so judge by judging by your tweets, you're very, uh, very disappointed in that. Is it over? Mm. No, it's not over. We keep going and we mm. continue to go forward. We have numerous local cases where, you know, in some of the states that got uh, rigged and robbed from from us, uh, we won every one of them. We won Pennsylvania. We won oh. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won Georgia by a lot. We have a governor, a Republican governor that's worse than a Democrat. He's terrible. And he's hurting Kelly and David very badly. The, sen- the senators that are terrific people. Uh, but uh, in Wisconsin, as you know, we have a case going on as we speak. I mean, right. it's actually going on right now. So you have individual states happening. Oh yeah, right we, now. we're doing individual but states. But on the fourteenth, they're going to certify. That's on the sixth, right. well, they transmit. We're gonna what con- does that do for you? I don't know. We're going to speed it up as much as we can, but you can only go so fast. They give us very little time. Mm-hmm. But we caught them, as you know. It's fraudulent, uh, dropping ballots, doing so many things. Nobody can even believe it. Dead people voting, mm-hmm. and all. Uh, far greater than the number of votes we need. Uh, the election mm. was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. I had won. It was 97, 98%. All of the bookies all over the world were saying the election's over. They wouldn't even take bets on it. And then all of a sudden mm. around 11 o'clock, ballots start getting dropped. You ever see the graph where you go like this and then it goes up to this guy? I'd never heard the one about bookies not taking bets anymore. Anybody else heard that? Uh, that's a new one on me. I have to look that one up. Tens of thousands of ballots were being illegally dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the machines are the worst. Uh, Dominion. Dominion. Mm-hmm. Nobody even knows who owns it. Uh, these machines are controlling our country. Uh-huh. So it was a rigged election. It was a, sh- it was a really a, a sham and a shame. When you, uh, when you look at this fight, show, you have 77% of Trump shame, supporters shame. who believe you won the election, according to a, yeah. a Fox poll. I've heard, I've heard actually much a, higher numbers than a, that. There's a rally right now in Washington for that. Do you worry about the country being divided as if it goes to inauguration and they still feel that way and you still feel that way? No, I worry about the country having an illegitimate president. That's what I worry about. A president that right. lost and lost badly. This wasn't like a close election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Georgia. We won Georgia big. We won Pennsylvania big. Uh, we won Wisconsin big. We won it big. But your guys we won all of these states. But do you think your legal team has proven that? Well, we don't. We never get a chance to prove it because a judge will say, "Well, I'm sorry, you don't have standing." Like, how about me? Texas and all of these states, uh, 18 or 19 altogether, they come in. Think how nice that is. Where they actually come in, and they say, "We want to support you, sir, because you're important to this country. We want to support you." They go in and they say the states don't have standing and I don't have. I'm president of the United States. I just got 75 million votes. The biggest number of votes in the history of our country ever gotten by a sitting president. I went from 63 million to 75 million, a 12 million vote difference. That's the biggest margin in history. They say if I got 67, the smartest people in the business, if I got 67 million votes, I couldn't lose. I got 75 million and they say I lost. I didn't lose. The election was rigged. By who? by the Democrats, and actually, interestingly, by the Democrats, but by local Democrats, meaning state Democrats. They outsmarted state Republicans. You know what I do? I do two things. I run a country, and we cut taxes, and we did all of the things, regulations, Space Force, all of the things the VA was taking care of, like 91% approval, all of the things I did. I ran a country, and we ran it great. We've done more than any other president. Then I have to campaign. We had the greatest campaign in history. We had the biggest crowds anyone's ever had. I did 56 rallies where the number of people were incredible, okay? Incredible, record setting. And then I go home. 
and I watched the television to see how we're doing. And by 10.30 in the evening, it was over, we won. I got calls from everybody saying, congrats, pros, people you know very well saying congratulations. I say, let's not go so fast. I don't trust these machines right. and a lot of bad things happen with these people. And in essentially five or six states, the local people who run it rigged the election. And tens of thousands, do you remember they stopped the counting in the evening? Do you remember Georgia when they said, oh, we had a big flood, we had a pipeline break, a major water pipeline break? It turned out to be a false thing. And everybody, Brian, everybody ran out. They all ran out. Right. And what's, where's the pipeline? Guess what? There was no pipeline. That was the people where they took all of those ballots, all of those Biden ballots, right. under the table with the black dress, and they took them and they started shoving them into a machine. What happened to this country is that we were like a third world country. And I, th I do worry about the fact, you know, you asked the question, illegitimate mm -hmm. president. That's what I worry about. Uh, a lot of what he says there, you know, is is accurate some of it i'm i'm not entirely sure about but uh a lot of that is accurate and here we are on december 14th so where where are you on this election now are you at a place where you believe that uh, joe biden is the president elect and and it's over or do you think it's it's still going on triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three love to hear your thoughts on that and listen to the spin on this uh, from AP, the Trump the, uh, Trump supporters had a big rally in Washington, D.C. over the week. I mean, thousands, tens of thousands of people, a ton of people showed up. And here's how they here's how they spin it. Thousands of supporters of President Donald Trump returned to Washington on Saturday for rallies to back his desperate efforts to subvert the election that he lost to Joe Biden. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, is that what they were saying when Al Gore was insisting on a recount in Florida when he was trying to overturn that election? If he would have won Florida, he would have won the election. So the same, it's, it's the exact same scenario. Did anybody say that Al Gore was trying desperately to subvert the election that he lost to George W. Bush? Amazing. Just absolutely astounding. Sporadic fights broke out between pro-Trump and anti-Trump demonstrators after sundown. Four people were taken to a hospital with stab wounds. According to Metropolitan Police Department, 23 people were arrested. The gatherings of, I love this too, mostly unmasked Trump loyalists were intended as a show of force just two days before the Electoral College meets to formally elect, which happens today, uh, Biden is the 46th president. Trump, whose term will end January 20th, refuses to concede while clinging to baseless claims of fraud that have been rejected by state and federal courts and Friday by the Supreme Court. Here's the thing. No, they haven't. The fraudulent claims have not been rejected by any court. They haven't heard them. The only thing that is being tossed out of court here is the standing of the people bringing the lawsuit. For instance, uh, the Supreme Court claimed Texas and the other 17 or 18 states or however many had joined the lawsuit. The reason they threw that out, not, not on its merits, not because it wasn't constitutional, not because it didn't have, uh, it didn't carry any weight. They threw it out because they claimed Texas didn't have any standing. So in other words, you've got no interest in the rest of the, count, the, rest of the country 
uh, performing their elections in a constitutional manner. Sorry. They didn't hear the merits of the case at all. They didn't look into it at all. Trump tweeted, here's apparent surprise Saturday morning at the rallies, publicly known for weeks. Wow, thousands of people forming in Washington, D.C. for Stop the Steal. Didn't know about this, but I'll be seeing them. Hashtag MAGA. Uh, He left the White House around midday for uh, the Army-Navy football game uh, up in West Point. As the Marine One helicopter passed over a rally on the National Mall, cheers went up. I'll bet. So... AP says there were ten to 15,000 people at the Capitol. Uh, it ended late in the evening with scattered clashes between Trump's loyalists and local activists near Black Lives Matter Plaza near the White House. <laughs> Black Lives Matter Plaza. Nice. On Saturday, police took more steps to keep the two sides apart, closing a wide swath of downtown to traffic and sealing off Black Lives Matter Plaza. But while Saturday's rallies, including one on Freedom Plaza downtown, were smaller than November 14th, they drew a larger contingent of the Proud Boys, a neo-fascist group known to incite street violence. That is absolutely incredible. This article is nothing but propaganda for the left. Uh, What street violence has been incited by the Proud Boys? And why are they a neo-fascist group? Wow. Just absolutely outrageous. And absolutely one-sided, biased propaganda from the Associated Press. Really despicable. Uh, I'll tell you something else that is despicable. And that's uh, when your hair starts falling out. It just, I mean, it's heartbreaking and despicable. And if you've noticed that's starting to happen to you, for instance, there's a lot of your hair in the drain every morning when you take a shower. There is something you can do to stop that process. Go to keeps.com slash pad. And you can do this right from your lazy boy at home. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to see a doctor. You don't have to go to a pharmacist. Just go online. Answer that keeps.com slash pad. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pad. Answer a couple of questions. uh, And then... All you have to do is take a few pictures of your hair. Then a licensed doctor will review all your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then they'll ship it directly to your home. Really easy. Really convenient. And for about 90% of men, it stops that hair loss. For another two-thirds, they start hair regrowth. So this could be a godsend for you. Go to keeps.com slash pat. We'll get you 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. That's 50% off your first order of keeps.com slash pat. Keeps.com slash pat. What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. So what remains uh, for the president? What avenues still exist for him uh, to have a second term? Even despite the SCOTUS decision about the Texas lawsuit, apparently he still has multiple paths that remain. And he says he's going to pursue them. 
Uh, this was just a technical ruling based on, as I just mentioned, it was just based on the fact that he supposedly Texas didn't have any standing. Just too bad. I would have loved to have seen what would have happened had the Texas lawsuit gone forward with the U.S. Supreme Court because Ted Cruz had agreed to uh, try it for Texas. And he's got a pretty decent track record with the U.S. Supreme Court. Some non-decisions, couple of wins, few losses, but he's, he's done really well at the Supreme Court. Um, ironically, a dissenting ruling by the late uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg in Bush versus Gore provided ammunition for Giuliani and Jenna Ellis to argue that they still have time to make their case in these various district courts now. But none of these dates has ultimate significance in light of Congress's detailed provisions for determining on the 6th day of January the validity of the electoral votes, uh, Ginsburg wrote back in those days, back in 2000. Uh, remedy number two, a Supreme Court remedy. There are still lawsuits for the Supreme Court to hear and decide on. On Friday, Arizona GOP Chair Kelly Ward announced that they just have, they just submitted their case to the Supreme Court regarding alleged election fraud in their own state. Ward argued that the case was necessary due to the lack of due process provided to them by the judicial system when investigating the alleged fraud. Even if the Supreme Court rejects any and all lawsuits from the Trump campaign, the Supreme Courts in each of the states themselves can hear and rule on votes. So those lawsuits remain ongoing in the key swing states. For instance, the Wisconsin Supreme Court Friday took up a case from President Trump's legal team which seeks to have hundreds of thousands of ballots in Dane and Milwaukee counties thrown out. During the recount in Dane and Milwaukee counties, we know with absolute certainty illegal ballots have unduly influenced the state's election result, according to Jim Troopas, who's the counsel for Trump's campaign there. Avenue number three, state legislators could find fraud and overturn elections. State legislatures also still have the power to direct their electoral college votes as they choose. I believe that has to be done today, though, because this is the day uh, that the electors turn in their ballots. This remains a constitutional power uh, vested solely in the legislatures themselves. During the Pennsylvania hearing on election integrity, Jenna Ellis cited the Supreme Court case uh mcpherson versus blacker in 1892 which we I mean if jeffy were here i'm sure he remembers that clearly which argues that the legislature can resume the power to appoint electors at any time so electors can go ahead and appoint or the legislators can appoint the electors at any time so that could that could still happen will it I don't see any sign of it, but it could. And the fourth thing that could happen is Congress could overturn the election using the 12th Amendment. If it comes to a point where Congress can't decide who won the election, then the 12th Amendment will be enacted, and Congress can pick the president and vice president. Each state in the House gets one vote each, and with the majority Republican states currently dominating the House, President Trump would easily win any such vote. If it came to that. <laughs> so, I guess we could all uh, keep our fingers crossed for that. It's probably just not going to happen. 
And it's really a shame because uh, President Trump has done some pretty amazing things in the last four years. Things I never thought he'd, he'd get accomplished. And something that almost nobody talks about, certainly not in the mainstream media, are the peace accords that he pushed through with uh, Israel and Arab states. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. To the point where, for the first time in history, after these peace accords, Hanukkah was celebrated in Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. Jews observed the holiday of Hanukkah in public for the first time in Dubai. On Thursday, following the peace deal, of course, between Israel and the UAE, a lavish Hanukkah party was thrown at the foot of the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest building, on Thursday evening. That is amazing. Just absolutely astounding. That you never thought, I mean, you talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding through town. <laughs> you can you can hear the clippity-clop of those hooves right now. Hanukkah is a post-biblical festival that celebrates the victory of the Jews in ancient Israel over the occupying forces of the Syrian Greek Empire. Uh, religious Jews fought a rebellion against the Hellenization uh, and reclaimed the Holy Temple. Upon reconquering it, they found only enough oil <clears throat> to last for one night, but it miraculously burned for eight, which is why Hanukkah is celebrated for eight days. Uh, so for this to happen in the UAE, astounding. Absolutely incredible. Uh, but again, it's widely ignored by everybody who hates uh, this president. The hatred for this president is such that uh, Disney's one of Disney's stars in The Mandalorian, uh, their, their show on Disney+, Plus. He is rumored, Disney is now rumored to be threatening to cancel the Mandalorian spinoff over one of the act, the actresses, uh, Trump support. And she's she didn't even really outwardly support Trump. But she tweeted out a couple of things that didn't agree with the left and uh, their fascism. And so now Disney is threatening to cancel her show, her spinoff show, Gina, uh, Gina Corona, if she doesn't apologize for those tweets <laughs> so um let's see i'm trying to see apparently she won't apologize for being critical of liberal groupthink. she refused to go along with everybody else and and their thought process um she's also gone after what she believes to have been overbearing job killing covid lockdown orders she also rebuked online trans activists who have gone after her for <laughs> refusing to put her pronouns on her Twitter bio. I mean, if there's if there's if that's not a, a fireable offense, no personal pronouns on your Twitter profile. I don't know what is. Obviously, you can't tolerate that. And they're pushing back against. Uh, she's pushing back against those who have called her an effing racist. Because she didn't publicly endorse the tenets of Black Lives Matter. I'm sorry I didn't agree with their Marxist anti-family policies. Sorry. Not going to praise them online. It's unbelievable. You just, you must 
do what everybody else does, or they come after you with a vengeance. Now, of course, Carano is well within her rights to post her opinions online, and these certainly aren't the most right-wing perspectives in the world. Uh, Most of the cases seem to be her defending her position from aggressors who think her opinions are backward, and the people trying to get her canceled have revealed themselves, of course, intolerant of anything that uh, goes against anything they believe. As far as I know, she's never even claimed to be a conservative or a Trump supporter, for that matter. She just rails against cowards and bullies online, and apparently you can't rail against cowards and bullies anymore. According to pop culture reporter Daniel Rickman, uh, Carano has inspired among the woke mob on Twitter and prompted Disney to issue a warning to the actress. And uh, Oh, she's an actress and former MMA fighter, too. Yeah, she looks like it on the show. She's kind of, she's sort of buffed uh, for a woman, especially. Which is, of course, oh my, I think I just... Point of personal privilege. Apologize. Yeah, go ahead. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. I know, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Okay. Uh, But Disney supposedly threatened to, you know, pull her her, uh, spinoff if she doesn't apologize. Which would be stupid of Disney to do because... They need the content. So it's not confirmed, and I'm sure Disney will deny this, but I would bet behind the scenes, this is exactly right, and Disney is freaking out because uh, she won't comply. And if you don't comply, you must be beaten down and removed from society. So uh, good luck to Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. I... I hope she sticks to her guns. What usually happens, though, is, you know, when this comes to, all right, it's either uh, your livelihood or you get to keep your principles. Uh, Oftentimes, people choose their livelihood for some reason. I think it has something to do with wanting to eat food, that kind of thing. People are really picky about that. Uh, So we just have to support. We just have to stand up with these people who are being persecuted by the left and being beaten into submission by the Twitter mob as much as we possibly can. Um, Things are uh, a little bit difficult right now. And if, you know, it's not just, it's not just whether or not you support Trump. It's, uh, it's also the mask situation right now, which, you know, she was complaining about and a family just got kicked off a plane because they wouldn't put a mask on their two-year-old. In fact, they were going to... The, the husband, the father, tried to put some sort of a mask on the two-year-old to placate uh, the airline people, the airline officials. And even that didn't work. Check this out. We just got kicked off the flight because our two-year-old would not put on a mask. And we tried. I mean, I'm going to put a video on... <laughs> And they're sending all of our bags and Adeline's car seat to New York. And we're banned off of United Forever because a two-year-old would not put on a mask. Two years old. So here's what they were doing earlier. Little girl doesn't want to wear the mask. Hard to blame her for that. Okay, I thought you were Poor thing. 
I thought two-year-olds were exempt. Is that not the case? Do you want to try putting it on here? Yeah. Adeline. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're almost ready to go. So please put away your carrying items, including mm. your large electronic devices like laptops. Feel free to keep using it. So now the flight attendant, male flight attendant, trying to get her, trying to get the people to put a mask on their two-year-old. Wow. Do you guys do this all the time or what? Like. This is compliance. I'm literally holding it over my. So he's actually holding a mask over her face, and they're not—they're still not allowing it. We can't force her. She's literally holding it, and she's crying. You're gonna do this to us? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we have no common sense here. All right, let's go. We're just blindly enforcing this policy. That is a two-year-old. Everything... All right, we got it. Everything I've heard about mask wearing is that two-year-olds don't have to comply with it. Wow. Except on that airline. Anybody know which airline that was? It's United? Figures. Pathetic. I mean, that is... That is pathetic and un-American. You're going to kick a family off a flight because their two-year-old won't wear a mask. 888-933-93 with your thoughts and it. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! You do pedals. You do... There they are! Bert! What do you know about this? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. Traffic and weather together every two minutes on the ones all morning long. Now, some, some people have said, don't you think that's a little... I don't know, intrusive in the show? No. No, people can't get enough traffic or weather. And uh, so we want to bring it to you just as quickly as we possibly can before anybody else brings it to you. I uh, got some tweets here. Brian Ziegler tweets. Let's see. Jeffy's out. Keith's out. I'm beginning to think you're a bad luck charm. No, it's, it's actually good luck. Uh, Sherry tweets. VP will reject certification on January 6th because of fraud. House votes to re-elect Donald Trump. That's some nice confidence there, Sherry. Awesome. Uh, from Bob Loblaw, unless procedural changes are made, I'm sure the uh, social justice warriors and BLM volunteers, counting the Georgia runoff votes, will do just as good a job getting their desired results as they did in early November. Uh, we are joined in studio uh, right now by Glenn Beck, who was just at the... The uh, White House Christmas party. I right? was at the White House Christmas party. Did you get a chance to talk to the president? I didn't. He didn't. Ah. He didn't show. He never came. No. He. Um, oh, that sucks. Uh, when I walked in, we walked in through the East Wing, uh, and so we were um, right there at the Oval Office when the president. Uh, <clears throat> Meadows and uh, Mike Pence walked in and were informed that the Supreme Court had turned him down. So, so he was in no mood to party. He was in no <laughs> mood to party, and it was yeah, it was striking. The mood at the party was uh, uh, quite down. Uh, I bet. And everyone, when they said the president won't be attending, everybody was like, "Oh, 
I completely understand. It was um, it was interesting to watch. People were, you know, I went to the. They they have Christmas parties every four uh, for four weeks during the uh, during the holiday season. This was the VIP party, so it was full of people like attorney generals. I met with some of the mm-hmm. attorney generals that had filed the uh, the suit, and we all talked about how crazy this was to just dismiss this out of hand. Yeah, because. We talked about this last week, uh, or maybe even the week before, that it just wouldn't, it didn't make any sense for the Supreme Court not to at least entertain it, not to at least look into it. They should have looked into it, and then if they wanted to dismiss it, but based on something real, not this. Right, this no standing thing. What the hell? Who has standing? Every court in the land is hiding behind that. I know. Who has standing if it's if the states, 21 states, unbelievable, don't they, they don't have standing for the for the election? Yeah. What are you talking about? And I thought it was pretty powerfully worded, too. I mean, it made a lot of sense that it's not right for everybody else to follow the rules, but not these particular states. These four right. states can do whatever they please, affecting the outcome for all of us. How is that a case where no other state has standing? It doesn't like, make any sense to me. It's it's like if you were going to school and everybody had to have a test and it was a time test. You had to have it in class. Uh, you had to have observers there so nobody was cheating mm-hmm. and no calculators. And four students used calculators, had unlimited time, and nobody observed it. Yeah. Are you telling me the rest of the students, when they get A's and it's it's graded on a curve and everyone else gets B's, C's, D's, or F's, are you telling me they don't have standing to say, excuse me? Yeah, seems, and this is a word the, the left loves, seems fair for the other people to have a problem with that. Yeah, isn't it does. It? it does. Level the playing field. Everybody's playing by the same rules. That's just not the case anymore. Yeah. That's just obviously not not the case. So... What was the feeling among those who are involved or expert have more expertise in legal matters than we do? Do they feel like this is over, or are they? Yeah, they the think the, the question that I heard over and over again was, "So now what?" And it wasn't about fighting the results. It was about dealing with the next administration. How? to survive as a nation right with this unplugged uh kind of system right and the i mean you know that virtually every trump supporter everybody who voted for him all 75 million people i bet you three quarters or more are now completely jaded about the election it's tainted whether or not the united states has free and fair elections in our minds and so you can't have that. So did you see the um, did you see the statement that they wanted to fumigate? Yeah, the is, White House, right, and take the doorknobs off. Yeah, I know why they said that because I was in the West Wing, and uh, uh, I noticed something that probably most people don't notice. Uh, Donald Trump noticed it and uh, didn't like it. Last time I was at the um, West Wing in the Oval Office. They had small little kind of oval doorknobs on all of the doors. And uh, Donald Trump came in 
and he said, what, what, what's with the doorknobs here? Why do we have these stupid little doorknobs? Mm-hmm. And he said... Did they say it's for your little hands? <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> and they said, yeah, Mr. President, that's just the, the doorknobs that you know were put on. He said, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'll fix that. So he commissioned bigger doorknobs to be made all with the imprint of the the presidential seal and it says the white house okay Mm, mm. on all the doorknobs they are absolutely spectacular donald trump did that i am convinced that what they were doing was sending a message by saying and we're going to remove all the doorknobs they were sending a message we're going to erase everything you have done jeez and you know that's what they're going to do it is and it they'll is. say they'll say we're justified in doing it. That's what Donald Trump did to Obama. Yep. Uh, which shows you how ridiculous it is to allow these executive orders over and over and over and over. If this was if things were changed through the normal, reasonable and constitutional mm-hmm. path, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have that problem. Nope. Nope. It just doesn't do us any good to have somebody continually doing executive orders uh, either on our side or theirs. We said that from the very beginning. Pat. Yeah. You yep. can't do it through executive order because, you know, when the next guy comes in and he's a Democrat and then the guy after that is a Democrat and the guy after that is a Democrat and forever <laughs> we have Democrats because they have done mm-hmm. this. Uh, well, they won't worry about executive order because we'll all be ruled by executive order by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the problem is, right. is if somebody else comes in the next term, they'll just erase everything you've done. And the reason it's so critical uh, to allow Congress to do this is because we're the ones who put them in office to do our bidding. I know. So you completely eliminated the voice of the people at that point. Yeah, there is no. I, I asked one of the attorney generals. I said, if they if they rule <clears throat> by executive order and they start to um, change taxes or they just decide to wipe out everybody's student loan, isn't that taxation without representation? They said really good case really good case will anybody bring it or they don't have standing. yeah i was just gonna say i'm not sure any of us have standing <laughs> that's probably what the ruling yeah, would be yeah so how was the food was it good it was really good was the party actually fun or um i don't know if fun is the right word for the white house yeah probably you know, not i mean you're mm-hmm. you're standing around with a you know a bunch of people like me. Does that sound like fun? <laughs> no, uh, but no, I brought Cheyenne, and it was it was nice. The food was excellent. The the just the White House is just so spectacular. Yeah, it's there's so just, amazing. There's just nothing more spectacular. And we, you know, uh, Cheyenne and I, we were uh, because she's never been. We got a private tour of the West Wing, which just doesn't happen. And, oh, nice! And heard all kinds of great stories, and it was just really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back. Thank Good you. To have you back. All right. Uh, by the way, the studio in D.C. It tricked me. I thought you were right down the hall here. I know. They, That's they cool. Did a good job, we, didn't we, they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah. the same. All right. Uh, we'll be listening for the Glenn Beck Show coming up little over an hour, hour and 15 minutes from now. Let me tell you about Bloomsy Box. Uh, if you are looking for a way to send flowers to a loved one for the Christmas season, this is the only way to do it. <clears throat> because what is, the, what is the complaint everybody has about flowers and flower delivery? And they die too quickly, right? They, in a couple of days, they're gone, and you just wasted 50 bucks or $100 or whatever it is. Bloomsy box flowers are as spectacular as the story behind them. They are, <clears throat> this is a group that 
that does this the arrangements right from the farm so they're handpicked and arranged at the farm just for you then they're sent directly from the farm to you there's not a bunch of middlemen here so they they your your flowers are delivered weeks fresher and i love the incredible prices because they have eliminated the middlemen uh, and huge selection of these arrangements. No hidden fees. There's no endless upsell. Uh, and there's free shipping with your subscription. So whether you're sending a single arrangement or you're getting a subscription and you want to do this every month for somebody special. I only send Bloomsy Box. Got you a special discount to get you started too. Go to bloomsybox.com, enter the promo code PAT to get 15% off and free shipping. 15% plus free shipping. Promo code PAT for 15% at B-L-O-O-M-S-Y. Bloomsybox.com. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedal! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What do, do you know, know about that? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, okay, so yesterday, uh, no, on Friday... The United States recorded more than 3,300 deaths from COVID-19. Largest single-day toll since the start of the pandemic, as uh, just as we've been authorizing the use of the Pfizer vaccine. So the first inoculations for this start today. Again, whether you like vaccines or not, whether you're going to take this or not, it, it is an amazing even miraculous situation that uh, it, it has happened this quickly because it it can never be done in less than a year. Really, we kicked this into gear in March. Uh, in March is when they started the shutdowns and really started taking this ultra seriously uh, across the country. And so from March until now, they've, they have put in such an effort and cleared out so many regulations so that you could remove all the red tape and get this process rolling quickly and pumped a bunch of money into it for the good of the country and our, our health. And here we are, less than a year later, what, nine, maybe ten months at the most later with a vaccine being distributed, being injected into people's arms right now. It's just that's absolutely astounding. It doesn't happen. It's usually a minimum two years, most likely five years. Sometimes you never get a vaccine. Certainly in the, in the case of AIDS, we still don't have a vaccine for AIDS. It's been, what, 40 years since we heard about it? 40 years. And think about all of the time and money that's been invested into studying, researching, and trying to develop a vaccine for AIDS. And yet, Nothing. But here we are with this virus uh, in less than a year, and it's already available to the American people. Absolutely astounding. So 95% effective. They're still saying 95% in preventing the disease. Uh, it's said that the vaccine can be given to people aged 16 and older. Healthcare workers and elderly in long-term facilities are expected to be the main recipients of the first round. Maybe about 3 million doses this month. So 3 million doses to start, that means 1.5 million people can get it because you need two shots. So you have to have one 
And then the next one is 30 days later, which is why you get the card. It's not to track you and be invasive into your privacy and your security. It is just so that you remember to come back in 30 days. Because a lot of, I'd forget if I didn't have it. And then you got a bunch of people half inoculated and that does no good. FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn held a virtual press conference on Saturday morning in which he reassured the American public that the vaccine was safe and that doctors are prepared to deal with possible allergic reactions of the kind that were witnessed in a few cases in the United Kingdom. Apparently there was, um, what is that called, uh, where you need the EpiPen? Um, and anaphylactic shock, yeah. A few people experienced that, which is pretty scary. Uh, that's a severe allergic reaction. But according to researchers at Johns Hopkins, uh, we did have 3,309 Americans die from coronavirus on Friday. We also have reported 231,775 new cases. And it shows no signs of ebbing anytime soon. So, to me, the vaccine is the only way out. It's the only way we can get back to normal life. And I'm willing to take it just to do that are you like to hear your thoughts on that as well at triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed on twitter uh during a harvard university forum hosted by sanjay gupta of cnn uh dr fauci didn't seem particularly shocked that these reactions occurred that that there were some allergies to it but he did warn that the u.s should brace for the same thing to happen here it's obviously of some concern, he said. So if you're super allergic to things, you know, you find that you're allergic to grass and uh, oxygen and <laughs> water, then you might want to be really careful. And, you know, maybe the people with severe al- allergies should avoid these. Because it's my understanding anyway that if we get to about 50, 40, or 50% of people who have the vaccine or who have already had the disease, that's a pretty solid uh, barrier of immunity for the civilization. So not everybody will need to get these is uh, is the thing. Now, coming up in a few minutes, uh, how much time do we have here? About a minute? Okay, we'll have to wait until after uh, the top of the hour. But Bill Gates, of course, is saying, oh, the vaccine's fine. He's going to take the vaccine, which is great because I trust if Bill Gates is saying it's fine, I'm sure uh, it's fine. <laughs> Bill Gates has become, I think, an absolute menace in the minds of many of us, in the minds of many Americans, because of his stance on vaccines and and zero population and all of that. We'll get into that coming up in a few minutes here. And a lot more. Surprisingly, uh, the mainstream media is all of a sudden realizing there was something wrong with Hunter Biden. What a shock that after the election, they would understand that. We'll get into that as well and lots more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be prayed for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Uh, the people who are not with us today include <laughs> Keith Malinak, 
whose wife had uh, COVID-19. He didn't get it the whole time. Like three weeks, 20, 21 or 22 days, he was, he was quarantined in his house. And then as soon as he comes out, he gets the flu. So he's out. Uh, plus, he's got hip surgery coming up this week. So he could definitely use your thoughts and prayers, as could Jeffy, who is once again in the hospital. And apparently it's uh, not not serious. Um, he, he had some fluid, I guess, around his heart that has to be drained. So when you talk about extra water weight gain, it literally is true right now. He does have extra water weight, just where you don't want it to be, especially. Uh, all right, let me take a minute and tell you about Glint Pay. This is something brand new and something I can't believe hasn't existed forever. Glint allows you to buy gold, and then it's placed in a Brinks vault in Switzerland for you for safekeeping. And then you're issued a MasterCard. And that MasterCard then is backed by the gold you purchased. So either you can, you could actually do both. You could buy gold and save it and just own gold. And many, many experts, virtually all of them recommend that you at least have 10% of your portfolio based in gold. So this is a great way to do it. And then when the credit card is issued to you, then you can use that uh, to make purchases backed by the gold you have rather than backed by air like the U.S. dollar is. And that's why it continues to devalue. Easily move between the U.S. dollar and gold in your app in real time. You buy, you save, spend it, whatever you want to do at really low cost. It's only 0.5% of a fee on all purchases of gold of any size. Super safe. It's really simple. And it is reliable with reliable fees and super reasonable fees. The card is issued in the U.S., by Sutton Bank, member FDIC, pursuant to license for MasterCard International. This is such a great way uh, to know that your purchases are backed by something substantial. You can put yourself on the gold standard. Go to glintpay.com slash gray for more information. Glintpay.com slash gray and download the app. That's right. That's right. Atta boy, Clarence. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got a few tweets here. Uh, the president-elect pickled squirrel tweets, Hanukkah was celebrated in public in the UAE. I don't know if I should buy lottery tickets or prepare for the meteor. <laughs> like, the meteor. Uh, Citizen Lacking Standing tweets, if the corporations, which are supposedly all right-wingers, keep going along with cancer cancel culture, it doesn't matter how much we support the people pushing back against it. Well, I got I to gotta have hope that it will matter. We have to make it matter. From Pathead T, uh, this is straight from the United Airlines page. Now, we just showed the video of the, of the couple whose baby wouldn't, well, she years old she was two years old tried to get a mask on she didn't want to wear the mask and it was my understanding that you didn't have to wear a mask if you're two sure enough straight from the united airlines page number two requiring all customers over the age of two and employees to wear a face covering on board i mean they don't even know their own rules i'm smelling a lawsuit 
for kicking the family off the flight. Uh, spoiling duck tweets. President Trump took a look at the crowd, saw Colonel Sanders was there, and decided not to attend. That's uh, Glenn at the White House Christmas party. Uh, Jimmy Dimples. The assured incoming administration's attitudes just gave a new meaning to the phrase, dumb as a doorknob. Uh, Preston in South Carolina. Odds that the vaccine will cause government to allow us plebes to return to some sort of normalcy is less than 1%. It's up to the people to rebel. That's the only way. Uh, I got to believe that that the vaccine uh, will provide us with a way out of this thing. Otherwise, I, I just can't. I can't exist. And knowing that this is going to continue indefinitely, I, I, I can't I can't believe that. Uh, Dennis Rogers, how do we get back to normal with people taking the vaccine when all the doctors are saying we still have to mask up and lock down after injections? From Rowdy Introvert, since the vaccine is for those 16 and older, the elementary and middle schools will most likely be masked up even after all the teachers have been vaccinated. Which wouldn't make any sense, by the way. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's Bill Gates, who's you know, yes, a billionaire, third richest person on earth now, um, and he's been pushing vaccines forever. Here's what he says: President-elect Biden um, joined with former presidents Obama and Bush and Clinton, suggesting uh, that they would all take the vaccine publicly. Uh, are you considering doing the same? No, I'll do the same. When it's my oh, turn, okay. I'm not mm-hmm. going to budge. But if, when my turn comes up, I will uh, visibly take the vaccine uh, because oh, I well. I think that uh, it's a benefit to all sure. all people to not be transmitting. Yeah, and, and I hope that's true. I, I hope that is the case. But Bill Gates saying he's going to publicly take the vaccine. So, and, <laughs> does that mean anything to anybody? Like, you couldn't fake... If there was something nefarious here, you couldn't fake giving him the vaccine. <laughs> of course, we don't know what's in that vial. Of course, you could. Still, uh, still, I am. I'm counting on that vaccine to to help us uh, get back to normalcy. I we can't go into 2021 and 2022 with this nonsense, this madness. Uh, Bill Nye, our science guy on vaccines, here's what he had to say about it. If you think Bill Gates is brilliant, how about the science guy? You can't address a virus that can cross state borders at the speed of the wind (laughs) Mm -hmm. without having a national or indeed international program. And third, time. For all the promises science offers, no large-scale solutions are expected quickly, especially Mm. when it comes to a vaccine. At best, it might be months, just as likely. It's two years, everybody. Two years before a vaccine. Even with all the technology we have now. Unreal. I think two years to get something that people trust. (laughs) Okay. Wow. So the vaccine was everything in the beginning. Oh, first of all, we couldn't develop one quick enough to make any difference. So don't worry about a vaccine because that's two years, three years, five years down the road. Now we have it 10 months later. And now we're still, you know, as the tweets pointed out and we've pointed out on this show before, the doctors all saying you're going to have to do masks and the vaccine and the social distancing. <laughs> wow. So we've gone from 
yeah, just mask up, at least socially distance, you know, and, and maybe don't go to places you don't absolutely have to go for two weeks. Two weeks, just to flatten the curve. It's all we need to do, and, and then we'll get right back to normal. So that stretched out till, I don't know, today, right now. And then they have the vaccine, which we were told during the flatten the curve stage that the vaccine would make a huge difference. And maybe we wouldn't need to do this, but that's down the road. Well, now here it is. And now it's not going to do any good anyway until two years from now. Sorry, I'm not going to play that game. And I, I don't think the American people are going to play that game. These elitists just want to continue to control us. And I'm sorry, I really don't think we're, gonna, we're going to allow that. Uh, no thanks. We don't want to be doing this forever. We don't want to be told when Christmas rolls around, sorry, you can't have any family members or friends over to your house unless they live with you right now. And even then, we want you to socially distance and wear your masks while you're inside your own home. I mean, California's restrictions don't go anywhere, don't do anything. Everything's closed down. The fifth biggest economy in the world on t- almost complete lockdown. That can't end well. Wow. I mean, they spent all this time telling us about vaccines and how critical it was and that we really need to get to work on it until a vaccine comes. Well, even the John Bon Jovi song. Right? Although I'll keep my social distance with this ring shishig. Until we find, Until the, vaccination, find the vaccination. There's no substitute for love. I mean, according to Jennifer there, uh, until we find a vaccination, there's no substitute for love. Well, when the vaccine comes along then, the implication is that will be a substitute for love. <laughs> right? At least I would like it to be a substitute for masks and social distancing. How about that? So love yourself and love your family. Love your neighbor and your friend. Anytime you help a stranger, just your friend, you ain't mad yet. I mean, we put up with that garbage song. It's even that claimed the vaccine was going to be the be all and end all. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I will not allow you to. To go back on all of that and tell us that it's another two years. Two! Of course, who is Bill Nye? I mean, he's a joke, right? Except to the left, unfortunately. Uh, but he's not a scientist, and he doesn't, he doesn't have any vaccine expertise. Where does he get off telling us about vaccine expertise? Why? <laughs> Why would we even listen to him? By the way, a very strange story over the weekend. Brandy Vaughn, you know who she is. She, she was a well-known anti-vaccination activist. She founded a California nonprofit. She just died over the weekend. They don't know from what. They're saying it looks like it was something natural. Uh, the weird thing is her Facebook page explains um, former phar- pharmaceutical insider on a mission to create a healthier world, one person at a time by educating on the real risks of pharma drugs and vaccines. Um, interestingly, she had just posted on December 2nd, a post that said in part, Q 
keep in mind, I am also not accident prone. And I got the highest health rating possible when I went through a battery of medical tests a couple years ago for my life insurance policy. If something were to happen to me, I've arranged for a close group of my friends to start a GoFundMe page to hire a team of private investigators to figure out all the details. I have the team and have passed the info on to them. Oh, and money for a PR firm to make it national news. There would be a press release sent to every journalist in the country and more. It would not be swept under the rug and it would be their worst nightmare. There have been many on this mission or a similar one that have been killed and it's time this BS stopped. The darkness cannot win. Well, she just passed away over the weekend. So people are thinking it's a little bit uh, strange. Uh, I would like to think that there's nothing nefarious going on there, but in this day and age right now, with all that we see and hear, with uh, everybody trying to suppress difference of opinion, it's really hard to trust things at face value. Let me take a minute and uh, tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're trying to sell your home, maybe you're trying to sell and buy because you're relocating to a new area. It makes it all the more important to get a hold of a realtor you can trust. And this is Glenn's company. So his team closely vets these realtors and makes sure that they have really good track records, that they've been successful in selling people's homes and, and helping people buy homes and that they have really great marketing plans. Plus, and I love this fact, they're fans of the show. So you're not going to have to put up with a bunch of uh, left-wing propaganda while you're driving around your area looking for homes with your realtor. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Mr. Classic. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where beautiful, stable genius tweets, this, whatever this is, is now normal. The vaccine won't change that. They're saying masks for another year yet. And what happens when this crap mutates? And it will, just like the flu, mutates every year. <laughs> the, uh... Pessimism seems pretty widespread right now. Uh, Crazy Times tweets, even if the vaccine does flatten the curve, they'll come up with some other reason for us to be masked and locked down. It's all about destroying the USA. Turn it into a communist country, the new USSR of America, which we can't allow to happen. That's where my optimism comes. The the American people will not allow it. I, I... I hope. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but this is a critical time because, yes, they are trying for the Great Reset. We've talked about that. They've talked about that. It's all kind of out there now. They do want to shut everything down so that they can reset it in their own image. And uh, that cannot happen. It just can't happen. 888 And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's a surprise. It's after the election, and now, only now, are the mainstream media starting to realize, huh, there's something suspicious in the Hunter Biden situation. 
the surviving son of Joe Biden, uh, seems to have some issues. And NBC finally picked up the story because of his uh, tax problems. President-elect Joe Biden's son, Hunter, revealing he is under federal investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware for his taxes. In a statement, the younger Biden saying, I take this matter very seriously, but I am confident that a professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately, including with the benefit of professional tax advisors. Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China while his father was vice president were the target of attacks by President Trump during the campaign. Where's Hunter? In 2019, President Trump was impeached for pressuring the president of Ukraine Mm. to investigate the Bidens, but was Mm. ultimately Mm -hmm. acquitted. Hunter Biden has denied any wrongdoing. I pressed Joe Biden during the final presidential debate. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? (laughs) Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Solitary thing. thing, Tonight, a a spokesperson saying Biden's deeply proud Mm -hmm. of his son. The Justice Department declining to comment. Deeply, deeply, deeply proud. So proud. He can't even talk about him. He's so proud of him. Oh, man. I mean, uh, there is such pride welling up in me that I just, I I get too emotional when I speak about it. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. By the way, just to show you how... Uh, unbelievable the media has been on this Biden, Hunter Biden story. Look at the uh, story on the left on your screen. Hunter Biden, This is these are both from Politico. Both of these stories. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation. Dozens of former intel officials say. Oh, then after the fact, after the election happens, well after it happens, uh, now the political story reads, Justice Department's interest in Hunter Biden covered more than taxes. Huh. Isn't that interesting? What a stunning... So it hasn't been completely debunked? What? How despicable this is, that they are just the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. That's all they are now. So now, after it supposedly doesn't matter because, you know, the election has happened and the votes are in, legal or not, you know, he is the president-elect. And now, only now do they understand the power of the dark side. Crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. We couldn't get you interested in this story, you know, two months ago, really? Three months ago, five months ago. There was nothing to it. It was all debunked. It was all conspiracy theory. This conspiracy about Hunter Biden and his taxes and all the money he earned from Ukraine and and China. Well, now they're looking into $400,000 worth of uh, tax evasion. And that doesn't begin to cover what's going on there and what they're looking into. Because it involves, as the headline said, far more than just taxes. It's despicable. And it does make the fight a lot harder, that's for sure. When you when the media is complicit in everything that is going on with the left, it does, in fact, make it very difficult on us. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, and then 
uh, President Trump doing everything he can to yell and scream from the rooftops or the concourses at a football game that this election was not right. And he really honestly seems to believe that he won it in a landslide. He showed up at the Army-Navy game over the weekend. Listen to the response that he got. This guy who just lost the election and then 15,000... This is according to mainstream media estimates, so you know it's way beyond that. 15,000 people turned up to support him over the weekend in D.C. Just over this weekend. And here's how he was received at the Army-Navy game. Huh. By the way, it's just service members pretty much who were there. Wow. It's impressive. That's the guy who got 75 million votes and it wasn't enough. 12 million more votes than he got last time and supposedly lost. You know, and then these crowds that he pulls everywhere he goes it's it is really astounding by the way army won the game 15 nothing over navy uh and it, it became official that ohio state is going to play in the big 10 championship game despite the fact that they don't have enough wins to do that but of course the big 10 changed the rules for them i mean which you knew they were going to they were going to do from the very beginning. Ohio State could be 1-0. and They could have played one game and they'd go to the playoff. Of course, for that matter, Alabama could... They could they could be 5-7 and seven on the season and go to the playoffs. So, talk about all rigged. There's another thing that's all rigged. The Stinky College football playoffs. Rigged. Is there any way that Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson will not be in the playoffs? Of course they will be. And probably you throw in Notre Dame. And there you got your four right there. No matter what happens, it's going to be that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we got to get into this sports story. It's sort of a sports-related story. Cleveland Indians. Or are they the Cleveland Indians? I'll tell you about that. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Also, Carl Rove. Telling, telling us that uh, America likes comebacks, but they don't like sore losers. Wow. Get into that as well. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed. So Operation Warp Speed, massive success. Massive. And in fact, today, December 14th, 2020, the first of the vaccines are available uh, for people to start receiving the, the shot. I mean, that is that is incredible. We do not have to be anti-vaccine. I mean, if you don't want to get the vaccine, that is your prerogative. So far, at least I don't think it's mandated yet it might be and then i will be resistant to it but if it's not mandated if we have the option isn't this what president trump 
tried to make happen from the beginning, and it did. And this is just a massive success. So the first of the vaccines to be administered today, you got Pfizer, we have Moderna. Uh, the president said Johnson & Johnson, and I think theirs is a single shot vaccine. So couldn't have gone better. I mean, seriously, could not have gone better. Just an amazing success. Operation uh, Warp Speed. And they don't want to give them any credit. Got some tweets here from Semi-Automatic Santa concerning the uh, the response of the military to President Trump, which was overwhelmingly positive uh, at the Army-Navy game over the weekend. And after he called them losers, too. Oh, wait, he really didn't. Yeah, that was a despicable lie that they just kept harping on. Beautiful, stable genius tweets. I love that Trump doesn't wear a mask. Is it just me? <laughs> no, I think a lot of people love that. Perindinating Fudgel tweets, is the mainstream media discovery of Hunter's investigations the beginning of the pivot on Joe to remove him from office? <laughs> Before he's even taken office? Yeah, possibly. Possibly they are darned excited uh, about Kamala Harris. We all know that. Meanwhile, we've got some Republicans who are jumping into the fray on the election fraud. I, I don't know why this is necessary. Here's Chris Christie talking uh, about Trump's legal theory. Numerous times the president should just end his quest to overturn the election results, but he continues to dispute it with 60 percent of Republicans in the House supporting that Texas case. What's your message to the Republicans? Well, listen, the, the legal theory put forward by his legal team and by the president um, is an absurdity. What? And the reason why the Supreme Court didn't take it is because Gosh. it's an absurd idea to think that any state or any number of states, no matter how good they are, um, can challenge another state's uh, right to run the election as they see fit. Pause it for uh, a second. Also- no, the issue was that it was unconstitutional what they were doing, that everybody has to play by the rules. And you can't just change the rules at the last second, which affects the election, and then the rest of us are just supposed to say, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Now, what are you talking about? That's an an absurdity. Uh, This is why uh, Chris Christie is persona non grata with so many conservatives. Uh, let's see the rest of this. He fit. Uh, and also, there's no evidence. As, we've, as I've been saying since election night, um, show mm-hmm. us the evidence. And, and what's gotten even worse, though, Martha, I think, is, is the attacks by the president on good, hardworking, decent Republican governors. And, and you've mm-hmm. seen his attitude towards these folks change. Um, and, and let's think about why. You know, back in, in September, he said about Doug Ducey, Doug is tough, Doug is strong. Doug is a good governor, the Arizona governor. Uh, He said about Brian Kemp back in the summer, uh, you know, that Brian is a capable man. He knows what he's doing, um, and he's done a very good job as governor. Now, after the election Mm -hmm. is over and he lost Arizona and Georgia, he says there are rhinos that are working harder against him. Um, He's calling them corrupt. Uh, and also telling people things that aren't true. You know, so, so Chris, uh, what instance, happens Georgia, to your party? He's talking about signature verification. 
Oh, listen, don't, don't. you know, Martha's going to be have people going to have to stand up and start to say these things. I mean, party. You know, the fact is in what? Georgia, and people should know this, what that signature verification, which the president continues to tweet about, has been done twice in this election. It was done when the application for a mail-in ballot was sent in. And it was done when that mail-in hmm. ballot was ultimately set in. And Governor Kemp has said this. The lieutenant governor has said it. The secretary of state has said it. And so, you know, mm -hmm. it's got the reason the Supreme Court is not taking this is not because of a lack of courage. It's for the same reason that every really? court has thrown this out. It's a lack of evidence and a lack no, that's of not what any you're saying. type of legal theory that makes any sense. And that is not what the they're worst saying. part, though, is attacking these these guys, guys like Brian Kemp, Doug Ducey and others who are following the Constitution mm -hmm. and executing the oath that they took. Wow. Wow. So that's Chris Christie with his. Lips firmly placed on the buttocks of the mainstream media now. I, You know, he just wants the praise of the mainstream media. He loves that. Carl Rove, same thing. Here's Carl Rove uh, talking about the president's effort here. Carl, uh, as we noted, the Electoral College votes tomorrow, and then on January 6th, the Congress actually counts the votes and formally declares a winner. Mm -hmm. Do you expect President Trump to continue to contest the election past tomorrow, maybe even past January 6th? And do you think he's either helping or hurting both himself and the country? Well, I believe that he will. I wouldn't be surprised to see tomorrow uh, that uh, there are maybe an attempt to disrupt some of the voting in the six uh, uh, contested states. I wouldn't be surprised to see expressions of uh, public support for the president's position from Trump electors in states that he carried. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised on, this, on January 6th. I fully expect that one senator and one representative at minimum, that's what's required, can file a, a statement contesting the Electoral College results, but I don't see that it's going to be overturned tomorrow, and I don't see that it's going to be overturned on January 6th. As to your second question, mm. it depends on, you know, the answer to that depends upon what's his goal. If his goal is to lay the predicate to come back in 2024 and run again, uh, he's helping himself at least get the nomination, but I think in the long run, he's not helping himself or the country. Uh, America likes comebacks, but they don't like sore losers, and he is on the edge of looking like a sore loser and probably will look like it after January 6th. Okay, so the media is going to eat that up. They love that stuff. I mean, Republicans taking on Republicans, there's nothing better for them than that. Uh, they're going to eat that up. Even though they hate Chris Christie, and they hate Karl Rove, probably even more than Chris Christie. But now he's the, they're, they're both the champions of, of the mainstream media. By the way, early voting begins today in Georgia. So those all-important Senate seats start to be up for grabs today. So if you live in Georgia and uh, you really want to see Republicans hold the, the Senate, at least, so they've got that firewall, please get out and vote. Please. And get everybody you know who's like-minded uh, to get out and vote as well. Critical, critical vote in uh, Georgia. At least one of those senators has to win. Has to win. Either Purdue or Leffler, or preferably both, but definitely one of them has to win to maintain control of the Senate and be able to at least offer some resistance to the left and, and their extreme left-wing agenda. 888 900 
also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this is fascinating. New York City Politico, Lindsey Boylan, alleged on Twitter yesterday that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, quote, sexually harassed me for years, unquote. She describes herself as a progressive on her Twitter account. She worked for the governor's administration from 2015 to 18. She worked for Empire State Department, the state's economic development public benefit organization, until March of 2018 when she became deputy secretary for economic development and special advisor to Cuomo. And she tweeted out, Yes, New York Governor Cuomo sexually harassed me for years. Many saw it and watched. I could never anticipate what to expect. Would I be grilled on my work, which was very good, or harassed about my looks? Or would it be both in the same conversation? This was the way for years. Not knowing what to expect, uh, what's the most upsetting part, aside from knowing that no one would do a damn thing, even when they saw it, she said. No one. And I know I am not the only woman. Didn't provide details of any alleged incidents or name any witnesses. She's not responded to an inquiry from Fox News. Not interesting. It's probably Fox News is probably the only outlet that's even interested in checking it out. She accused the governor's office of being a toxic work environment in uh, earlier this this month. Of course, Cuomo's office told Fox News there's no truth to the claims. Like they're gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, President or, or Governor Cuomo uh, said yes. It's it's all true. He's he's sexually harassed her for years. He's pretty proud of that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect him to say? Boylan is one of many de- Democrats running for Manhattan Borough President in 2021. She also ran against uh, Jerry Nadler in the congressional district, but lost by more than 40 points. To be clear, she said, I have no interest in talking to journalists. I'm about validating the experience of countless women and making sure abuse stops. My worst fear is that it continues. My second worst fear is having to talk about and relive this. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I I don't know how many reporters are going to be interested in following up and even asking her about it. We couldn't get anybody interested in the uh, Hunter Biden story the entire year uh, until after the election. So there's nothing in it for him. So they're going to ignore it. Interestingly, though, uh, as we mentioned from NBC, the mainstream media is starting to uh, recognize at least the Hunter Biden story. And Joe was asked about it as he was trying to scamper off stage. And reporters were asking uh, asking him about his surviving son. President-elect Biden, how soon do you plan on taking the coronavirus vaccine? Did Hunter Biden commit a crime? Oh, boy. Have you spoken to your son, Mr. President-elect? I'm proud of my son. <laughs> I'm proud of my son. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the question. The question wasn't, hey, uh, Mr. Biden, are you proud of your son? How do you feel about your son? I'm proud of my son. Yeah, that that's not the question. The question was, let's hear that again, because that, that's fascinating that he's not expected to answer any of these questions. If if Trump does this, 
Uh, it's everywhere. Everybody talking about how he's avoiding the issue. Watch this. How soon do you plan on taking the coronavirus vaccine? Did Hunter Biden commit a crime? Have you spoken to your son, Mr. President? Wow. <laughs> yeah, but did he commit a crime? I'm proud of my son. I'm proud of him for the crimes he's committed. He made me a lot of money. Remember, uh, he had to give me 50% of everything he made. I'm proud of him. He made me a rich man. Amazing. Uh, all right. Let me take a minute and tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha is America's original butcher. They started this process all the way back in 1917, 103 years ago. <clears throat> so they got five generations of quality and expertise to deliver the perfectly aged beef hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Omaha Steaks, 100% grain-finished steaks for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. And this is the perfect holiday gift. It's a gift that anybody who you send it to will share. They'll remember this. They'll love this. And they'll be thinking of you when they cook these incredible steaks and meats. Because they have more than steak. They have... They just... uh, I just got one of these um, packages. And everything in it was absolutely delicious. The Omaha Steak Experience includes everything you need for a classic steakhouse dinner in the comfort of your own home. Iconic steaks, of course, classic sides, decadent desserts, and more. I highly recommend the apple, the caramel apple tartlets. Fantastic. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice, and stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. With Omaha Steaks, you can avoid crowded grocery stores, so you don't have to worry about the COVID thing. You avoid crowded restaurants or not-so-crowded restaurants. You don't have to go anywhere. These contactless delivery of steaks, easy meals, and more, all backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. You have to love it, or it's free. So this Christmas, deliver the perfect gift or send yourself uh, the perfect gift. Omaha Steaks, shipped directly to your doorstep. The world's greatest steaks plus premium meats, easy meals, everything you need for a memorable gift or to stock up for yourself. Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks today, all backed by the 100% money-back guarantee. It's omahasteaks.com. Go there now. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy alone. Pat Gray Unleashed. You know what's great about what's going on right now is that uh, as Americans, we can believe anything we want. We can talk about anything we want. We can share it, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook on virtually any subject. Masks, the election, sexuality abortion, whatever. Just as long as it's exactly what the Marxist leftists believe. In Britain right now, uh, telling people to go and sin no more might actually be a crime. Christians in the UK and in Canada 
are being warned that foundational religious beliefs and practices soon could be criminalized under laws banning the counseling of people seeking help with unwanted sexual attraction. Activists want to ban the so-called conversion therapy. They also want to prevent people from criticizing the lifestyle. Huh. That includes a veto on the preaching and the practice of churches regarding sexuality. Pastoral counseling, communion, or even membership could become criminal matters. For example, a lesbian activist visits church on a day when the minister, who knows her personally, is preaching on sexual ethics. If he, te- he teaches that sex is a gift reserved for marriage between a man and a woman and says singleness is an honorable calling, she reports this as an attempt to change or repress her sexual orientation. That pastor could be then charged with a crime. The Institute explained that Jesus' admonition to an adulterous woman to go and sin no more to a practicing homosexual could break the law. Wow. The government wants to ban practices that seek to change someone's sexual orientation or gender identity. Well, and besides, we've been told... Point of personal privilege. Uh, go yes. ahead. Please do not use gendered language to, to, <laughs> to address everyone. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, conversion therapy is a wide umbrella term uh, chosen by LGBTQQIA2 plus campaigners. Covers abusive practices by quack medical practitioners and charlatan preachers, which are largely illegal already, the Institute said. But the campaigners want to go much further. They want to stop people from criticizing their lifestyle or their theology. A conversion therapy ban could hand them a a veto on preaching and practice in church. That's chilling. And yes, this is about the UK and Canada, but these things, as you know, are a harbinger of things to come here in the United States. One proponent of uh, these laws, Reverend Steve Chalk, says informal prayer and sermons that do not affirm LGBT... QQIA2 plus identities are damaging and require government intervention into religious practices? Hmm, seems dangerous. A statement from the pro LGBT Ozone Foundation to the Prime Minister said, We urge you to ensure that the UK will not tolerate those who practice conversion therapy in any form, whether consensual or not. Whether consensual or not. So if somebody wants conversion therapy and they come to you, you can't, you can't practice it. You can't help them with it. Wow. And that those, in fact, is there anything other than consensual? Can you force somebody into conversion therapy? Of course not. It's always consensual. But those who practice it will be prosecuted. This will have the impact of causing religious leaders to think twice as they will be loath to risk having a criminal record that would stop them from their vocation. The foundation said it's not a matter of freedom of speech. This harmful practice is unfortunately promoted and practiced primarily by religious leaders. The ban must ensure that no loopholes are created that allow those who practice conversion therapy to offer help in changing one's behavior. 
Christian Institute warned that even ordinary practices, such as having members affirm their belief in a church's theology, wouldn't be allowed. And isn't hasn't that been the goal all along? The, the goal was never tolerance or acceptance. That, they had that a long time ago. The goal was to embrace it and promote it and to shut down any differing belief, including uh, religious belief. You just have to excise it from your, from your mind. Uh, Hillary Clinton uh, talked about that, as a matter of fact. Let me just see if I can find that really quickly because uh, she actually said our religious viewpoints have to change, something to that effect. I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, find it quickly enough, but maybe it's this one. Deep-seated yeah. cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Wait, listen As to that deep again. Seated deep-seated cultural, cultural codes, codes, religious beliefs, religious and structural beliefs. biases have to be changed. Have to be changed. As I... Huh. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Right, let's change our religious beliefs uh, to fit what's currently uh, politically correct. Shall we? Okay, great. Religious beliefs have to be changed. That's what she announced, what was that, two or three years ago? Four years ago? I mean, that's absolutely incredible. But that's the goal, after all. An Anglican Anglican, uh, church requires candidates for adult baptism or confirmation to attend classes. These cover Christian living, including sexual ethics. A candidate strongly objects to hearing that homosexual relationships are wrong. He is told he cannot be baptized unless he accepts the Bible's teaching. He reports the church to the authorities for trying to change his sexual orientation, and the church will then be prosecuted uh, by the state. Hmm. Campaign comes at a time when Christian beliefs have been have been protected by the courts, but concerns remain, especially with the promotion of transgender rights. A parent who complains their child has been damaged by gender ideology at school could be accused of suppressing their true gender identity. Chilling, absolutely, absolutely chilling. Again, you can agree. You can agree with things. You can state your viewpoint you can talk about your beliefs you can say anything you want about any of these issues if it's completely in line with the marxist leftists that's all all right have a great day we will uh see you again right here tomorrow pack ray unleashed